Hello, and welcome back to the Whole Nine Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. You can find me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Brandon Olson, who you can find on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. How are you doing today, Brandon? Football's back. I know. So I'm good. good. (laughs) And, and, oh my God. And guess what? You didn't have to, you didn't (laughs) have to watch the Giants lose today. Yeah, but that just means Monday is going to be even worse. It's like Monday already sucks. And my favorite team is going to get their asses handed to them. So that's not going to be great. Yeah, that, well, that's for tomorrow's Brandon to, to deal with. All I'll right, be able to rude. enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's a bit rude. Nah, 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 nah. The New York Giants are goaded. They have Carter Coughlin. He's a god. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. They got uh, they got Golden Tate, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's still there. Uh, Xavier McKinney is out for the year. Uh, they got a couple other players. Logan Ryan. I'm pretty sure he's not playing tomorrow. Oh, is he not playing? I don't think so. I don't think he's caught up yet because he just signed a week ago. Woof. Um, well, Adrian Peterson just got to the Lions and he, he played today. I feel like it's a lot easier for a running back though. Because... Yeah, so okay, just so run much the ball. Of, so much of what you're doing is like okay, like like you were gonna be running the ball here, find a lane and make something happen. But it's like if you mess up as uh, whatever they're gonna play him as boundary slot safety whatever they do, if you mess up, you're screwing the entire team. That is very true. Well, either way, football's back, and it feels so good. Oh, man, I've just set up my desk with – well, yesterday it was with different college football games on. Today it was with Red Zone on one TV, uh, Saint, uh, Bills, Jets, and Saints, Bucks on one TV. And then now we're recording in the middle of Sunday Night Football, the second half, Rams – Cowboys are one. Uh, man, that stadium looks awesome. Right? I, I wanted to say it, but you were like in the middle of speaking, but I was like, that stadium is beautiful. Like everything around it just looks nice too. They have like a little fountain or waterfall, whatever you want to call it. That, oh man. It's great. It's just, and we get to watch the second best team that will be playing in it. <laughs> <laughs> The Cowboys. Um. <laughs> yeah, I meant Aussies. Because <laughs> uh, I think the Chiefs play there next week. So, <laughs> oh man. But how do you how do you like having football back? I love it. It's just it's so great. Oh, man, but, just overreacting over week one. Yeah, like I had stuff to do today, and I just decided not to. Because I was like, I'm just going to watch football. <laughs> Gardner like, Minshew's a god. Yeah. You mean Gardner Minshew? Yeah. Gardner Minshew. Wow. 
I hate it. <laughs> That's how, hey, Boston probably says it like that. <laughs> God, I mean, <laughs> yeah, see. Oh, that's so stupid. But I mean, I guess it, I guess it works. If it works, it works. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, so that was great. I just it, it everything feels right in the world whenever there's football on my TV. And I why feel are, like uh, why are the Cowboys like the worst team ever at defending play action passes? <laughs> you could have just stopped every after you said defending. <laughs> I missed the first half of the game, Brandon. How has Trevon Diggs looked? Because I need him to look bad. The entire Cowboys defense looked very bad when it was any play-action play, and the Rams just kept doing it. It was um, wonderful. You know who didn't play any play-action today? The Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did they even play football? I mean, by the loosest, <laughs> loosest meaning of the term. Oh, man. But, yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Uh, but now we are back to doing the things that we, we, we do. We'll go through, go through our picks, in which we did awesome this week on our picks. Yeah. <laughs> we did fantastic this week. Listen, we did it's a- so good that I texted you last night, and I said, we suck. And you said, what? And I said, we had one pick right <laughs> combined. <laughs> I uh, yeah, in college we definitely did terrible. I did a I did okay in I I I did okay in in the NFL. I don't think I got a single game right in college. You didn't now. <laughs> you went 0 for 4 in college. All right, it's not my fault that Syracuse couldn't not lose by 23. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh... Oh, man. That and I rough. hate that I had too much too much uh, faith in the uh, Seminoles' defense, but we'll get no, into that. Was that was you later. just being stupid. I told you that. <laughs> I told you that. Listen, no. Asante Samuel did good. Marvin Wilson is supposed to be the world's greatest player since Derek Brown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Marvin Wilson had two blocked kicks. <laughs> I mean, facts. They still lost the game. <laughs> yeah, they, it's not like the defense did bad. It was the offense was. <laughs> miserable yeah, yeah uh, I told you you can't trust that offense that was oh, man well we'll we'll get a little bit more into yeah. it um, we'll lay into them later a little <laughs> bit later uh, I'll let Brandon have a little fun there but what we do want to go go ahead and do right now is get into the returning segment stock up stock down Ooh, I love this segment Every every yeah, year, so it's, it's, it's really always fun. a fun one. Every fun year, one. last year I, and yeah, today, every, <laughs> every year, every time we, I didn't every time we do it, it's a lot of fun. But if you don't know, we're each going to pick three players or uh, things, <laughs> three nouns, three <laughs> nouns for a uh, three personal nouns. I no, no, I guess not. Just nouns, three nouns to give us stock up to, and then three more to give uh, stock down to. And my first one is going to be a stock up to the Sun Belt Conference. Because, wow. They, yeah. they, they <laughs> did well. Um, we got the, uh, the raging Cajuns, Louisiana, beating Iowa State 31-14. to This was not on our list, Brandon, but how do you feel about Brock Purdy? 
I'm dismissing. Oh no, it was on our list. It was on. You know, our list. you know, the game was on, but I'm either way, I'm dismissing it. You know, I'm not going to see one game. The first game when everybody had a weird COVID off season, so I'm not going to see the first game. And be like, oh, he's burnt. Like we don't care. Because then, yeah, no, I'm not doing that at all. It, it was it was ugly, and if he keeps playing games like that, he's going to be going back to college next year. Um, but either way his receivers couldn't catch the ball either. So it didn't help. That didn't help. Yeah. I mean, we know that Iowa loves like Stonehand guys. That's why they had a King Butler. Like they just, they like big guys. The state of Iowa run. does. Cause they have, Iowa has uh, Amir Smith Marset. Yeah. They just like big guys that are fast and like, I get it, but it's really going to be Brock Purdy, the running backs and the tight ends. Because their receivers. Well, the Titans were not doing good either. Yeah, no, they weren't. But and I just Charlie mean, throughout, wasn't throughout the playing. year. <laughs> yeah, throughout the year, it's going to be big that the tight ends need to step up. Uh, I, I have no faith in that receiving core, really. Um, it's yeah. incredibly unfortunate, but it's how the cookie crumbles. Uh, but going a little bit more across the Sun Belt, because we'll get back to that game. Uh, Arkansas State 35-31. Um, yeah, it was just all in all. I think it was just a it was just a great day for the Sun Belt Conference. As in, they just they had two teams beat. Uh, they had two teams beat Big Twelve teams. Yes, don't mess with it, don't mess with the Sun Belt. But only the Big Twelve don't mess with them. But I feel like any other conference would be oh, they fine. Beat, they beat three Big Twelve teams because Coastal Carolina. Yeah, it's. It's pretty ugly for the Big 12 right now. We'll just wow, uh, wow. rank Coastal Carolina. Um, they beat Kansas, so no. <laughs> um, I mean, it's Kansas. They beat them last year too. <laughs> Coastal Carolina's first ever, like I think it was their first ever Power Five win was last year, and it was against Kansas. Aren't they a relatively new team? I think they're new to uh, like D one, mm-hmm. but they've been around. Oh, Coastal Carolina received eight votes. Brandon, let me rank Coastal Carolina. <laughs> no. <laughs> to be fair, that was the coaches' poll, but still. They were like, oh, well, no one else played. We might, played. We might the, as well pick a team. <laughs> there was really one team that received uh, a top uh, a top one vote that wasn't Clemson, and they're ranked sixth. <laughs> it was LSU. I was like, can we talk about the fact that all these teams dropped out, dropped out of the top five and LSU couldn't move up? <laughs> And said Florida, who has not played, jumped, jumped three <laughs> spots. It just felt bad for Florida because, like, there was a fire at the stadium. So, you know. It's really it. an omen for the college football season. <laughs> a dumpster fire before the season even starts. Are you kidding me? 2020's been a dumpster fire. It's fine. Notre Dame looked terrible against Duke and went up three spots. LSU couldn't move up. We've seen that so many times, though. Last year, we went through it with Clemson. They looked horrible, and people were just like, well, they won. It's like, that's not how it works. Or that is how it works, but that's not how it should work. Mm-hmm. Polls are the stupidest Tennessee thing. Tennessee jumped up 10 spots. 
Tennessee is going to drop down again. Don't worry about them. <laughs> They're not saying there. North Carolina jumped up six. It's insane. Iowa State did not uh, get ranked. <laughs> they were 23 they received, before before yeah, the game. <laughs> they received uh, 14, 14 votes. I'm just disappointed in them. Um, my first stock up is rookie corner for the Jacksonville Jaguars, C.J. Henderson. Loved him so much coming out of college. First game going up against a future Hall of Famer, probably, almost definitely. And Phillip Rivers, he had three pass defenses and a pick. Uh Again, didn't get to see a ton of the game because it just wasn't airing near me. So I was watching it whenever it come on Red Zone. Uh, he looked good whenever I saw him play. And I mean, he is clearly productive. I like it. I'm glad he's there. And like you joked, he's going to get cut or traded for trying to actually win games. But uh, yeah, him and Gardner, they're, they're trying to win games out here. Can't say much for uh, can't say that for most of the Colts today. There was it was pretty bad. Only uh, only Naheem Hines was like, you know, actually about winning games. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, my first stock down is actually going to be fake crowd noise because I've seen other sports do it and it'd be okay, but it was just like not timed well for a lot of these the sound mixing was awful although i I will give them one win one w was the fake crowd noise after the failed uh after they took away alvin Kamara's touchdown i laughed really hard (laughs) yeah i was actually uh yeah i was actually gonna say like you know the saints i feel like there were quite a few boos i heard in that game Mm -hmm. and uh I feel like that was very realistic because, you know, Saints fans are pretty whiny. Um, so that was... You're not wrong. I, I was listening to it and I was like, damn. I was like, this motherfucker's spitting right now because they just kept hitting him with the boots. <laughs> I was like, that's that's Saints fans right there. They were booing everything. Oh, uh, yeah. they were, I mean, the boos weren't loud enough. Uh, let me know. Oh, no, not, no, not, not at all. Not nearly. But hey, there were some okay. So there were, we'll get into this a little later. There were some questionable calls. <laughs> I'm not gonna get that deep into it because you know what? I tweeted this out during the NBA playoffs, and I'll be real. It's it, it's the same conversation every time. My uh, the insert my favorite team got screwed by the refs. Insert team they're playing got all the calls. It had the same conversation. Every team's gonna, every team, every fan is gonna think their team got screwed over on the calls. It doesn't matter. But especially Saints fans. <laughs> but especially See, Saints fans. Here's the thing. I think it's, I think it's kind of the opposite of like the boy who cried wolf. Because like boy who cried wolf, it's like he keeps saying that there's a wolf. Everyone believes him. They all rush and help him, but there's no wolf. And then when there's actually a wolf, no one believes him. I feel like the Saints have kind of, like Saints fans have kind of picked up that feeling where it's like, you guys have been screwed by the refs quite a lot. Um, To the point now where like every call that goes against the Saints, you guys are like, 
We no, it's the refs. It's the refs. It's like shut up. Sometimes your team sucks and they make poor decisions, and it's like and I'm not that happens that, to everybody. I'm not saying you, but specific. every team also still does whine like that. That's I just think the Saints do it more than anybody else. I I, I, I think obviously you're not going to agree. I just think it's because you're a little bit more connected to Saints Twitter, but. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I see a lot. It's. it's I, I mean, Giants fans are also the worst. I hate. Yeah, I yeah. hate. I'm a Giants fan. I write for the Giants. I hate their fans. Well, I, let's see. Well, there's the, there's the difference between Giants Twitter and Saints Twitter. It's because I feel like there's not that much difference, except all of the Saints Twitter loves each other, <laughs> and also like it's just a nicer. Like we're just. I just love Saints. Twitter. Yeah, Giants. Giants. Twitter and fans in general definitely have like a goalpost up their ass, like something that they are so sensitive and they get so upset about everything. But specifically talking about calls, I don't think there's a worse fan base than Saints. Giants, they will bitch and moan about everything. I mean, I don't have a, I mean, I think that it's definitely, I mean, it's, I mean, I'm not going to argue. Like, of course, Saints fans. Or get annoyed by calls, but it does like it's legitimately like bad at times. But it's bad for everybody. I just think that Saints fans are more more annoying. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> but, I, yeah. but I love yeah, them for it. Absolutely more annoying. But I love them for it. We're loud. Have you ever met anyone from Louisiana, Brandon? We're loud people. I wish I never met anybody from Louisiana. I'm telling Ross. Uh, <laughs> I did meet Ross, right? <laughs> I forgot. I was talking about you. Uh, I, I know. I'm telling Ross. <laughs> I wish I only met one person from Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right. My uh, next... Well, what's your next talk? Uh, what's your uh, first stock down? My first stock down is someone you love. Uh, former LSU passing coordinator. <laughs> Current Panthers <laughs> offensive coordinator Joe Brady. Um, I just think that, like, I, I think a lot of people expected a lot more. Like, I expected a lot more from the Panthers in the first game. Thirty points is still a good showing. Uh, I think they weren't that efficient, and what this play? I saw one play that. I was going to say, I, I only watched what was on game, what was on uh, Red Zone, but I did hear a lot of people complaining about uh, decision making by the coaches. Yeah, like the one play that really made me, like I saw the play and I was like, I'm putting Joe Brady on the list. Uh, a fourth and one with the game on the line. They needed this fourth down conversion. They come out in I form. And they run it up the gut with Alex Arma. They're full. Oh. You oh. have Christian McCaffrey on the field, and you give it to your fullback, who uh, who, who doesn't get the first down, by the way. Um, so I saw that, and I was like, you can't do that. Fourth and one, game on the line. You got to put the ball in the hands of your best playmaker. And instead, you put the ball in the hands of the guy standing in front of your best playmaker. Uh, as a terrible decision, I hope they learn from it. And I'm that sure was, they will. They're they had like, some things that were that were fun and creative, but yeah, that was that was really horrible. Also, 
Curtis Samuel on the last play of the game. Ran, like, Teddy Bridgewater threw him the ball. He was supposed to lateral it. He caught it and made sure he got his feet down. But there, were, mm-hmm. there was no time left on the clock. So he, like, made sure he got his feet down and, like, got hit out of bounds. But it's like, you didn't have to get your feet down. You just had to get the ball and just, like, check it back in. But he, he made a poor decision there, too. So it was rough. But uh, first game, new coach. Those teams that have new coaching staffs are obviously at a disadvantage right now without the preseason, um, mm-hmm. especially with their first-year NFL head coach like Matt Rule, first-year NFL offensive coordinator Joe Brady, uh, Phil Snow on defense. You know, there's there are a few things that this team's – I think the Panthers are going to have a rough season not just because of their talent level, but because they especially are going to take quite some time to gel. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And I'm also going to go with um, with a, some coaches, but this, the coaching staff that I'm going to uh, give a shout-out to is definitely the uh, University of Louisiana. I was really impressed with a lot of stuff that I saw. I, 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 will, I will say Rob Sale, the, the – uh, Whoever's the play caller, I don't know if it's Rob Sale or Billy Napier. There's that. I believe it's Rob Sale is the play caller for them. Uh, was really annoying at the start of the game. <laughs> but mainly I wanted to give it, uh, give a shout-out to Patrick Tony, the defensive coordinator slash, uh, slash safeties uh, coach. He's like a super young coach. Um, and he's – only coach at like ULL and Southeastern. So I was really impressed with, with what he did with that, uh, with that uh, defense and secondaries, especially secondary, especially I was just really impressed with what they did against uh, Iowa state. And yeah. I mean, and Billy Napier, I think is going to be a hot commodity for someone, if not a, like, if not an offensive coordinator job, like, I don't know. I just think that he'll get a job somewhere. Yeah, uh, bigger. That's very soon. That's one thing I was thinking of. It's like I know that you have guys that you like, coaches that you love, and coaches I love. We love like Will Hall. Like I love Jim Leonard. It's like it's something I was thinking about earlier. It's like a lot of these coaches are going to be somewhat screwed out of getting jobs sooner now because COVID. Everything like everybody's going to look ugly when they play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not going to be able to, like if Jim Leonard, if the Big Ten were to not happen, Jim Leonard's probably not going to get a job elsewhere, like right away, because he'd stick on at Wisconsin, but he's not going to get a promotion anywhere mm-hmm. because he hasn't coached. So I was just thinking earlier today that coaches are kind of going to be screwed a lot. Uh, but it is going to be nice college. for the people that are playing and do stand out. Yeah, of course. It's just yeah. there probably won't be a ton of opportunities open either after this season because yeah, every coach, no one's gonna no one's gonna fire anyone for not playing. <laughs> exactly, basically. and even if you do play, every coach that sucks is gonna have the excuse of, well, I mean, COVID really screwed with our preparation. Like COVID, this. you know, like you mentioned, uh, Will Hall and Willie Fritz, they looked rough to start the game. Tulane did. But uh, I think after the second half, they really came and, and locked down and looked more like the Willie Fritz and Will Hall that we were uh, accustomed to. But we were watching it. I was like, ooh, this is, this is rough. This is not what I expected. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I, but, <laughs> but I should have expected it because, yeah. uh, okay, but, I mean, if there is someone, if there's a coach, while we're on coaches, if there's a coach that is going to get fired during COVID, it's Adam Gase. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, he he didn't deserve to have the job going into COVID or coming out of it. Um, yeah, my next stock up is Carlton Davis, the third corner for Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He balled out today. He, uh, he was matched up with Mike Thomas for a lot of the game. He did very well. He was with him a majority of the time. He was making a few plays on the ball. He had a rough uh, DPI call that sucked, but I mean, yeah, he he played a fantastic game. I wasn't expecting it from him. Like I mentioned the other day when we recorded, I thought Sean Murphy Bunting was going to be the one to step up, but Carlton Davis did his thing out there today and really, really helped himself a lot. At one point, uh, they were talking, and uh, Aaron Andrews was like, yeah, some people think that he's a top 10 corner in this league. I was like, yeah. He was definitely played at one of the best. He was a definitely a top 10 corner today. <laughs> Some things is a top 10 corner in the league. It, Carlton Davis, is that who said that? <laughs> I mean, that's definitely some. Maybe Sean Murphy bunting. Bruce Arians? Bruce Arians? <laughs> um, my next stock down is going to be Ohio State. Real embarrassing for them, man. They were ranked second in the in the AP, and they dropped all the way to unranked. The largest drop in AP poll history. I just think it's definitely a stock down for them, you know. Yeah, Pretty you know, they suck. I'm glad because I don't like Ohio State, so I'm glad that they now that, have the record for yeah, the largest that, drop. In no matter AP what poll happens history. now, no matter what happens, <laughs> you're gonna look and see Ohio State. Their name's going to be in that record book. And I, I couldn't be happier. Yeah, that's never going to be beaten. No. Unless, unless they expand it to, like, top 50 and a team just, some like, this happens again, COVID happens again, and the team drops from two out of the fucking top 50. But I'm glad. I couldn't be happier. It couldn't happen to a worse team. I love it. <laughs> um, well, I guess a better team. But, yeah, I know what you mean. Worst team character-wise. Yeah. Um, I know you You are not a fan of Ohio State. Neither am no. I. So we can yeah. see. Even mm. though a lot of Saints come from Ohio State, while they're in college, I won't like them. Yeah, that's fine. Once it, once someone comes to your team, everything they did before that, you can then forget. You have that, you have that right. That's an option you have. In their contract, when they sign it, it's like, all right, people are going to message you now. They didn't message you before. You got to accept it. Um, yeah, my, my next stock down is the Big 12. Because um, like you mentioned, Sun Belt, they did a lot of damage to the Big 12. Um, Iowa State looked horrible. Kansas State lost to Arkansas State. I just... Kansas exists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kansas exists. Uh, Texas Tech barely barely beat houston baptist um and then on top of that we also saw baylor and tcu couldn't play because of covid uh because they didn't have enough players to play because of covid um wild that that would happen for schools in texas you would never expect that texas has been so good with handling covid um yeah that's they had a rough week one. You know, we saw Oklahoma, of course, balled out. Spencer Radler, 
he's what we thought he is uh texas beat up on i can't even say little brother utep i have to be like little third cousin th- twice third removed. cousin i swear to god i was gonna say third cousin twice removed. <laughs> <laughs> i swear to god that's where i was going with it um yeah that's what they did and then like west virginia just like took eastern kentucky and just like dragged them across the field the entire game so yeah they had some bright spots but as a unit the big 12 was uh, wild. SoFi stadium's beautiful Sorry, yes. I just showed a shot of it. It's, oh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's awesome. I want to yeah. go. Okay, hit up Josh. <laughs> uh, I'm, I mean, I am going over to L.A. You want to come to L.A. with me for LSU-UCLA next year? Mm, We're going to be staying with Ross <laughs> at maybe. the Rose Bowl. I mean, I'm, I'm not staying with Ross, but maybe. You know, no, Ross. Ross, we're staying with you. <laughs> <laughs> September 6th next year, book it. I might just make it a whole vacation and just be like, all right, I'm also going to that game. Because when I went to LA on vacation, that was... I've never been to everybody. I've never been to LA, but I want to go, and I want it's gonna to... It's going to be a lot of homeless people that you wouldn't I mean, I, I've been... Well, I've been to Austin, and Austin is the homeless capital of the world. Nah. Um, but, yeah, no. Um, I, I'm, I just want to go, because I've, I've always wanted to go to the Rose Bowl yeah that's that's one of those things it's like you, you gotta want to give it to it i passed by it when i went to LA. i just like i wanted to see it and uh yeah like I, we just took a t- quick trip to see it but yeah no lsu is playing as of now lsu is playing yeah we'll see yes <laughs> ucla in the rose bowl next year to kick we'll, off the season we'll see what actually happens <laughs> well if you come we can get an airbnb and not have a stay with ross <laughs> that's Ross can stay in the Airbnb. Ross can stay in the Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. That works. Oh, man. Um, my first stock up is someone who people love to hate. I don't know why. I don't know why specifically people like to hate this guy, but it's Josh Allen. He, okay, so he had two fumbles today where he should, should have slid. Uh, slid. I see progress. Yeah, you should have gone sledding. You were right. You had should have right gone person. sledding. I think he lives in Buffalo. In a couple months, I'll be able to do that. But he should have slid. And he still, I mean, I, I get it. It's his third year. He should know to, but he's still a young, competitive guy. He should have slid there. He fumbled. Okay, whatever. But as a quarterback, this was easily his best game in the NFL. Like without it, oh, yeah. not, even, not even close. And people will still just use it as an excuse to – talk bad about him, even though saw a quarterback on the other sideline that was drafted ahead of him. No one, I mean, obviously people know he's bad, but like no one talks about it. No one was talking about how bad he was doing. People decided after Josh Allen was 20 of 26 for almost 200 yards and he fumbled, no one was going to talk about Sam Darnold being three of 10 for 22 yards in the interception. I just don't get it. So Josh Allen's my stock up easily his best game. I, I mean, I know it was against the Jets defense, so it's not going to... Which is not saying much, but yeah. It's not saying much, but it's still the first 300-yard passing game of his career and that the Bills have had since 2016. Yeah. Um, Sam Darnold's one of those cases where it's like he was looked at by a lot of people as as like this very polished quarterback. My shirt is the same color of my wall. <laughs> and so I just keep like partially disappearing. Um, but 
yeah, he's viewed as this like he was viewed as a such polished quarterback with so much poise. He was so good, so accurate coming out of college. And it's like he wasn't what everybody tries making him out to be. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't become that, or he hasn't, he hasn't even really. He hasn't, hasn't really shown. Yeah, he hasn't shown steps to making it there. He looks like he, but, like he did in the first game of his career. He's looked the same. He hasn't yeah, like, changed just, any. They just want to keep giving him this credit, and it's like when it comes down to it, he doesn't deserve it. Um, I if I don't well, like the excuse. I don't like the excuse of his offensive line's bad, his receivers are bad. I get that. Yeah, his coaches are bad also. No doubt about that. But you can see progress and you can see talent when you watch the game. But we saw Matt Milano's pick was awful because Sam Darnold was running to his left and just chucked it. Like, like it was like a basketball shot. It wasn't even like an actual throw. He just chucked it. He really just said Kobe and just leaned and just chucked it. And it's like, at some point, you have to improve. And he hasn't. And why is CeeDee Lamb returning punts? Um, but, yeah, at some point, you have to improve. And Sam Darnold hasn't. Josh Allen has. Uh, and the thing, the thing is, come, <laughs> yeah, the thing is, coming into the NFL, the Bills knew, and people should have known, that he was a very raw prospect. And you know what? It takes time, it takes time to progress. So just just because he's been learning, as the plan was for him to keep learning, you shouldn't hold that against him. If he's still, if he's now playing better, yeah, he's out. He's progressed just so much. I was you can not tell, a big fan. You of can his. tell on week to week. I wasn't either. I was like, oh, Josh Allen. Even whenever they made the pick, I knew it was gonna be a project. And I'm not saying he's an MVP candidate now. No, he's not. <laughs> but I'm I'm not saying he's like the greatest quarterback in the NFL. Uh I would say he's I would just say that he has been progressing and progressed a lot, played as I'd say right now, I'd career. say right now he's he's probably an average quarterback right now. Yeah, I know, when which he got is drafted he was he, not. <laughs> he was no, he was he was like, "Oh, this kid should be playing tight end." <laughs> <laughs> yeah no when he got drafted that's why i didn't like him he was just like an athletic dude with a big arm and it's like i don't fall i'm not one of those people that i fall for that so no. i like, i don't like players like that so i i didn't buy that but he's progressed a lot and like I, and, and, I, and now he still has he still has room to grow there was that bad overthrow in the end zone um but he does make some special throws and that arm talent is crazy and when he I just think he's slides so beautiful. Oh my god! <laughs> it's, and it's it's just because it's so effortless. Yeah. Um. And he and he is super fun to watch run. Like he he created so many yards for that offense th- today. I think it's, he's the slowest person I've ever seen reverse across field and gain yards from it. <laughs> he he's definitely the slowest fast person I know because he yeah. is fast, but he looks slow, <laughs> but he isn't. Honestly, I don't even know if he's fa- he. I need to watch because like he might just be like a leggy runner. Like he might just have long strides because he looks slow, but he moves. Like I mean, he's he's just big. He's yeah. real big. I I mean it's like Cam Newton. Cam Newton wasn't like burner speed. Yeah, but he was fast enough to create plays, and just knew what he was doing. Like he's a very good runner, and I think it shows in the stats. He's one of the 
greatest running quarterbacks to start his career ever. Yeah, I think that one of the biggest things or the biggest differences between their running styles, though, with Cam and Josh, is that if I had to, I'd get in Josh Allen's way and try to make a tackle. (laughs) I wouldn't do that with Cam because we saw Josh Allen in, I think it was his first game or one of his first games, he hurdled Anthony Barr. Yeah. He's not trying to make contact with you. No. Cam Newton will put his shoulder down and leave my body on the ground while my head is stuck in his shoulder pads and he's just <laughs> still running into the end zone. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. And Josh Allen, he, he definitely needs to know how to slide. He does. <laughs> he does. If he yeah. wants to like have a long career, which he hey. can, he's perfectly capable of. He yeah. needs and to learn how to slide. His second fumble was especially weird because it's like he got hit low and the ball just came out. He got hit in yeah. like, the, like the ankle or the knee. And the ball came out. It's like, what what happened there? Did he get hit in the shin and like he's like trying to grab it like immediately when he jumped? Like, I don't know what happened, but you shouldn't be fumbling if you're getting hit in like the feet. That's not something that should happen to you. Um, But he definitely played the best game of his career. And it was very entertaining to watch him beat up on the Jets. Um, The next, my final stock up, Russell Wilson, uh, Mr unlimited Uh, (laughs) you know i think the big the biggest reason i'm putting him stock up is not just him it's his entire offense because schottenheimer finally let him get going a little bit finally he plays they had the 28 yard run for russell wilson they had receiver motion wide and motion behind them like a big orbit and then they ran a triple option with that. Mm-hmm. And that was Russell Wilson's big gain. A triple option on an orbit bubble. And it's just like, you don't see that from Seattle. It looks like they're finally letting him have some freedom and actually make him unlimited. Because even when he came out with that video, or even when that video got Mr. popular. Unlimited. Um, yeah, when that video came out, uh, even I remember being like pretty limited by your offense. Uh, it's, it's it's pretty bad. Um, so it's good to see him get going. Good to see him get moving. And I'm glad that uh, that Shotty's letting him get in space a little bit. He's easily the best th- over thirty quarterback in the league. Yeah, and he's thirty one for thirty five today. That's crazy. I don't care if you're throwing checkdowns. It's hard. That's to them. That's them throwing completions. On that's them. Practice. Them Drew Brees numbers. <laughs> yeah, which is a compliment. Huh? <laughs> Listen, Drew Brees' arm is is it's a, it's a, it's there still. I guess like physically, he has an arm. Yeah, that's um, about it, though. Yeah, we'll get into that with the Bucks game because I actually do want to talk about that part a little bit when we get to the pick them. All right, and then uh, lastly, uh, my last stock down is the uh, – or is that is that where I'm at? Yep. Yeah, my last stock down is going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars because they won a game. <laughs> I mean, if they can win a few more, ah. I- if Trevor Lawrence is going to be in the cards for them at all. I mean, hey, if Gardner... I would love for Gardner to progress and be their quarterback. Because, you know, that that, that means that they can draft other positions of need. Yeah. They can get and, Penny Sewell. 
if oh that would be awesome i would love that i just want i just cannot wait for panesu actually no i'd hate that because i want panesu to go somewhere where he's gonna be able to play for forever fair <laughs> i want him to be i want him to go to to, to washington i think eh, with, depends. It with depends ron, who the runner is with with ron <laughs> yeah that's fair with ron rivera riverboat ron and then that that young defense i still haven't given up on dwayne haskins yet no but uh yeah i don't know i think honestly if i had to pick what team ends up with trevor lawrence right now i think i'd have to go with the jets yep i think right now because if a new coach comes in <laughs> did you I, I, I it's on commercial for me i wasn't paying attention oh uh it was fourth and three and they're like the cow the cowboys are down three and they went for it when it was fourth and three on like the 15 and Dak threw it short with a six and then cd got tackled immediately mm. so fourth and three they went for it completed the pass but still didn't gain three yards and i like seeing the cowboys suck um that's bad decision making <laughs> i would say they're only down three and they so yeah, they could have kicked a field, field. Goal. yeah <laughs> okay um all right but yeah no if i had to pick because if an if an if when sorry when they get a new coach at the end of the year i feel like he's going to be ready to move on from sam dar he's going to want his guy and if, yeah probably and, and as much as they need an offensive line as much as they need a defensive as much as they need a defensive line, as much as they need an offensive – well, no, they don't need a defensive line. Their defensive line is okay. Offensive line, as much as they need wide receivers, as much as they need corners. Uh, if a player like – if they pick in the top five and a player like Trevor Lawrence is there, you don't pass up on it whenever you have a quarterback who has not shown a, an ounce of progression in three years. Yep. And it's like – I was thinking about it earlier, but what are the odds that both of the New York teams just have so – so many holes to fill like you can combine the teams and i still don't think you'd have an eight and eight team oh man i in 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 the mock that i'm working on right now i gave someone and i gave new york the giant someone that i'm really uh i'd really love that fit i gave them gregory rousseau yeah, I'd and love it be, also. Oh, that'd be awesome. Which, that, but I also wrote that uh, because it's such a good fit and Brandon would like it, it's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that's the they got to take someone I like. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> they took Andrew. That's, they had yeah, a fourth no, pick. They took Andrew Thomas. That's true. That's true. Who's, Anyone but Andrew Thomas. And they were like, Andrew Thomas, no matter what. Uh, <laughs> Oh man, watching draft day is gonna be hella sad this year. Yeah, but we must do it for the draft culture. Um, <laughs> for Vontae Mac. Um, um, yeah. So, were there any like honorable mentions that we're not gonna get to? Because I know I, my, I my, my, on my final stock down. Oh yeah, you saw your your final stock down. Yeah, uh, my final stock down is Florida State, which I know for me their stock was already very low, but. This Georgia Tech team, like, you can't lose to them. There is no excuse to lose this Georgia Tech team because this is a team that Joff Collins took over as a head coach last year, which means that he hasn't recruited all of his guys to come in and play yet, which means most of his roster are guys that were built and trained 
and coach to run the triple option offense. And now they're trying to run a spread and they're not built for that. They haven't been ready for that. They're still learning how to do that. These aren't Jeff Collins guys and you're losing to them when they're triple option. They're a triple option roster still. They're trying to learn the spread. They're trying to get adapted to all that. There's no reason that you should be losing this game for Florida State. And we spoke the other day how someone predicted that they would have seven wins. And we went through the list, and you came up with five, I think, and I said four. It's looking like they're going to have four, maybe, um, if they stay this horrible. So that's why they get stocked down for me. I think they were just, I think they were cheeks. And I think they're going to be this whole year. Speaking of cheeks, uh, (laughs) (laughs) the Philadelphia Eagles offensive line was miserable. Yeah. Miserable. Brandon has the cheesiest (laughs) smile on his face right now. Yeah. They were bad. The NFC East looks horrible this year. That's fantastic. Yo, is the best is Washington really the best football team? Yeah. Especially in the NFC East. They, they uh, might be. Do you know how many do you know how many quarterback hits they uh, the offensive line of the Eagles gave up today? Um all right, hold on. Let's see. I think they had about eight sacks. I'm gonna say nineteen QB hits. fourteen QB hits, which is okay. still a lot. Yeah. And eight sacks. Yeah, see, I knew I knew the eight sacks was about right, so I was like, yeah. there had to be a ton of hits just that weren't sacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, hey, yeah. Uh, see, here's the hard loss. Here's the hard thing. Also, is like that Washington front is very talented, so it's kind of like very you got to try to take it with a grain of salt. That being said, though, eight sacks, said, ten TFLs. That being said, they were up 17 nothing at one point. Yeah. And they lost that game. And I'm pretty sure they didn't run the ball that much. So it's like, um, do you not learn from the Falcons in the Super Bowl that you should probably run the ball a little bit if you got a big lead? Whatever. I'm glad. Screw them. Screw them. Jalen Rager got a got a big catch today. That's all you worry about. Yeah, no. I really hope we see Jalen Hurts at some point in this season. <laughs> I want nothing but the best for Jalen Hurts. We probably will. I want nothing for the best for him. He wants nothing but the worst for me. You know, it's it, it really does hate you. Yeah. That's one question. Yeah, it was a <laughs> stupid question. <laughs> Sorry, I asked two questions. Oh yeah. The first one was Jalen Hurts. And the second one was you know, um, and then I got that look. There was just like, okay, yeah, he hates me. Got it. So like, I'll, I'll go yeah. fuck myself. Thanks. Um, oh man, what I did, what I didn't mention. We while I was watching, I cannot wait for that University of South Alabama field. Do you oh, yeah. did you see that? St- did you watch any of the Tulane South Alabama game? No, but I've, I saw pictures of it. I didn't watch though. But the, I was watching on TV. I was like, ooh, that that stadium pretty. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that if we rain, we're still gonna get access to the last training field we were at, the last practice field we were at. I that the last practice field was the best day. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I think. I wonder. I wonder how it's gonna work 
I wonder how it's, how it's going to be different because they're, it, the sidelines are bigger for this field. So I wonder if there's still going to be like, because you know how we were on the side, the side mm-hmm. for the senior blast. I wonder if they're going to be on the field just like backed up. So the sidelines were bigger than they were for the other field. But there's also not like that side area that was. So I wonder if we'll all just be in the stand. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work, but it was interesting. If we are, we're going to be sitting pretty front up, pretty up close so that we could. uh, You know, that stadium stadium was awesome. So I just got really excited about that. (laughs) But we can go ahead and get into our pick 'em results. Um, They're not pretty, boys. Nope. Uh, But we have Syracuse at number 18, UNC. This spread was UNC minus 22 and a half. We both picked Syracuse to cover, and they just barely lost. <laughs> they well, just, just barely, barely didn't cover. Got, yeah, they just barely <laughs> didn't, didn't cover. They lost by a lot. Yeah, I will so. say um, I did like the Syracuse defense a lot in this one, but there was only so much that they could do, and they could only hold back UNC for so long. Yeah, their offense did nothing to help them. No, it was Tommy DeVito. It's almost like was, Tommy DeVito sucks. Tommy, De, Tommy DeVito was cheeks. If he's a you know four, what, bring in he, Arthur Sidkowski. Where is he, he at? Where art thou? <laughs> if he was, if he is the um, Tommy DeVito is a four-star quarterback, I could have been at least a three-star. All right, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I did actually like the like this. Uh, like this uh, Syracuse defense a lot. Andre Cisco obviously had a, had an, a pretty good interception. I am a big fan their of his secondaries. Yeah, their secondary is very nice. It's just yeah, and that's what that's the thing that like the thing that's not the, nice. I mentioned that like the only reason I did this was because their secondary was really nice, and their secondary was really nice and it did very well. It's just the offense did nothing to help, and you you could only like they had to be exhausted. Yeah. Um, and I cannot hold that against them because, uh, man, it was, it was just bad. Yeah, Syracuse only had 15 first downs the entire time, 200 yards passing. Ugh. Yeah, it was ugly. Whatever. Screw them. Hate them now. Never voting. Never, never, never picking again. <laughs> never picking them again. Um, UAB at Miami was next. Miami minus 14. Uh, and they again just barely covered, I believe. Uh, yeah, it was a 17 point game. Yeah, so UAB, I like their defense a lot. I think it's just, I don't know. Miami's offense looks pretty good. I didn't yeah, watch, Derek, I didn't get to watch any of this game, so I, I was flipping between this and uh, Kansas City, Houston. Yeah, I was pretty much watching uh, Clyde Edwards Lair exclusively. Yeah, uh, yeah, De'Ara King looked. He's still an electrifying player. He's gonna always be that. Uh, oh, we di- I didn't. We did not mention Joe Burrow. I didn't mention Joe Burrow at all. But I liked him. I liked what I saw today. You know what I really liked? What? When it was very late in the game, and he decided to shovel the ball directly to Melvin Ingram. <laughs> well, see, the, the thing is, I think that was a really good, uh, really good learning moment for him because you know what he could do in college that that would have ended in a touchdown and in college but he's not in college anymore he's in the nfl i mean he's still i mean that that last drive like the last drive of the game was really really impressive yeah it was 
Um, this was the game. I'll be honest; they lost uh, barely on a missed on a missed field goal. Uh, of course, um, bungles never, never change bungles. <laughs> but um, I liked. I liked. I was. It looked better than I thought it was going to look. I'll say that. Yeah. For for Burrow's first game. Um, but yeah, no, I, I yeah, I, I don't know. I think that I think it could have looked a lot worse given all yeah, the circumstances. Really good in that game. Who did? Smooth play, J.K. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Uh, we should. We, well, we really didn't put him in the uh, in the stock of it all. Sorry, Josh. Um, because we no, have it. No. We have the actual game. Oh yeah, we, we do. Have the spread for that actual game. So I figured we were going to talk about it. Oh, we do. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can talk about that a little bit later then. But the next game that we have to talk about, we already talked a little bit about Georgia Tech at yeah, Florida State. I, co- I said enough about this game. They're disgusting. Yeah, Florida State <laughs> minus 12 and a half. They sucked. Uh, Brandon we also picked, talked enough about the next game. Uh, Brandon picked Florida State. Oh, no. Brandon picked Georgia Tech to cover. I picked Florida State. Brandon won. Brandon, that is the first correct pick of the day. Congrats. <laughs> the only correct one for college. <laughs> yes, because the next game was... Louisiana at Iowa State, Iowa State minus 11 and a half. I did not have the courage to pick Louisiana as much as I wanted to, and it bit me in the in the booty. And the next game is Titans at Broncos. Hasn't happened yet. That's the Monday night game. So that one's the only pending result. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, so we'll we'll get we'll get to that a little bit. The next game is uh yeah, Chargers at Bengals. So we can continue talking about this spread was LAC minus three, and it was a push. We both picked uh the Chargers to cover. Um but yeah, we both picked it. It was a push. They won by exactly three on a missed field goal. Crazy. Um you know, I really I really did you watch any in this game? I watched very little of it. It was just whatever came on Red Zone. Yeah, I was flipping between. Well, I was watching mainly Saints Bucks because I had to write about the game. Obviously, uh, did Terrell Burgess just just force a force a fumble? I'll let you know because you're like a second. You're a couple of seconds ahead of me. No, that's not that's not Terrell Burgess. Huh? I thought it was it was uh, whoever twenty two is. I thought it was twenty. I thought it said twenty three. Um. Yeah, no, uh, I, I I liked it. I, I, I he struggled as much as you Burrow. thought he would struggle. Yeah, Burrow struggled as much as he thought he was going to struggle, and that offensive line is miserable. Yeah, Burrow had one one very bad overthrow of I think it was AJ Green in the mm-hmm. end zone that sucked. Uh, but yeah, that's gonna happen. That happens with everybody at some point. Like so, it it just sucked to see like at the time and then see how close the game ended up finishing because had they connected on that, could have uh, could could have won. <laughs> what do you think about the the push off call on AJ Green at the end of the game? Or did you see it? I I watched it on like Twitter after. It's just. Mm. It was a bang bang play. It could have gone yeah. either way. I wasn't a huge fan it, of it. Obviously, it's not reviewable, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I I liked it, but Josh Kelly locked down that running back two role. I'm gonna say that much. 
Yeah, I thought it was going to be Justin Jackson going into the season because I like him a lot. So I thought he was going to just kind of be handed that running back to role and stick with it. But Josh Kelly made the most of his touches early and and yeah, he got a, he it was, it was Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson did uh, end up getting hurt, so he couldn't play that much. Um, like I said, didn't watch much much of the game. Yeah, he got hurt kind of early on. Um, I don't I don't know if he was like questionable return, but uh, he Josh Kelly was had a much bigger role later on than Justin Jackson did early in the game because I think he did so much with his. After he made that big 26-yard run, you could see him – he got a lot more touches. Like, he earned those touches. Um, you know, uh, something that was like – we've seen him do it before in college, but something that made me laugh quite a bit was seeing when Josh scored. And he, like, was screaming and he was like, ah, like yelling and stomping around. And it's just like knowing how calm of a person he is – and just like how nice he always is and how pleasant he always is. Like when we text or whatever, when we're on uh, interviews with him, he's always nice and calm. And so it's just weird to see someone that mellow just Dude. start freaking out when he scores, which he I get it. takes like smelling salts before <laughs> 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 Like Adam Gase. <laughs> pops a couple of Addies and gets ready for the game. <laughs> It's just insane, uh, but uh, it it is really funny because he's the he's the like nicest, calmest guy ever, and it is just it is fun. Like I get it, I would be like that too. But um, yeah, first career touchdown today, awesome. Uh, he yeah he he looked he looked like legitimately really good, and against yeah. uh, a good like Bengals front seven. I mean, I know they're pretty young, but they're still pretty good. I mean, don't forget also they didn't have Geno Atkins today. That's fair. I'm sure it would have been at least a little bit different if they did. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really interesting to see him versus Chris Jones next week. <laughs> Why? Chris Jones sucks it against run. Um, I don't care. I, I think he's so overrated. Uh, tremendous pass rusher. But if you suck against the run, I couldn't care less. Um, whatever. <laughs> next game is the Cardinals at the 49ers. Niners had the spread of minus seven, or spread was was Niners minus seven. Dylan chose the Cardinals to cover. I chose the Niners to cover. This is the, the only game where Dylan won and I lost. Um, yeah, we each had we each had one game where you lost and I won, or I, or I lost and you won. Uh, everything else, we either won or lost together. So that was fun. Uh, yeah. This one was ugly. Jimmy G tried killing George Kittle on that screen to the far <laughs> almost, left. Su- almost succeeded. Yeah. Um, it was rough. Jimmy G looked bad whenever, whenever I was watching. Uh, I saw. I, I just saw Matt Miller consistently talking about how bad Jimmy Garoppolo looked. Yeah. Which he, shocker, Jimmy? I'm I have not been sold on Jimmy G once. Yeah, I will say one very positive thing for the Niners coming out of this was that uh, Jarek McKinnon hadn't played a game in almost a thousand days and scored a touchdown in his first game back, so it was fun. You'll love to see it. I remember his his mutt card was awesome. 
a couple of years ago. You don't remember, you don't remember if he was because he just hasn't been playing. <laughs> yeah, no, but as my as my car was DeAndre Hopkins obviously looks like DeAndre Hopkins. Career high catches. 14 receptions, 151 yards. Kyler Murray was awesome. Uh, 26 of 42, 30 yards, touchdown, interception, and then 13 carries for 91 yards and a touchdown. That's what you want to see from him. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, uh, He's so much fun to watch. They should let more baseball players play football. <laughs> no, I, I like Mike Trout. I liked what I saw a lot. Um, Isaiah Simmons made a couple plays. That's good. Buda Baker earning his contract, 15 tackles. Dude gets more tackles as a safety than anybody in the <laughs> league. It's, it's insane. Um, ugh, man. Uh, and then, uh, then I think, oh yeah, no, the next one was Browns Ravens. <laughs> Browns Ravens. Uh, spread Baltimore minus eight. They covered easily. We both picked a Baltimore to cover. Um, man, do you want to? So, me and Ross talked about this over on uh, uh on Friday. And do you want to know what our final score predictions were? I thought it was going to be 42 to 14 Ravens, and he thought it was going to be 45 to 17 Browns. So, we gave the Browns too much credit on offense, and yeah, <laughs> it was still a it was still a blow huge blowout oh it was it was bad dude yeah one thing that was interesting because i didn't watch much much of this game because the cbs game for me was uh jets bills and it was just whenever it was on red zone i had it um but just like looking at when i was looking at the stats after it's weird to see that kareem hunt looked like he was more involved in the offense than nick chubb it's i get i get for a good deal of the game. The Browns were playing from behind, and Kareem Hunt's kind of more their receiving back there. Mm-hmm. But early in the game, I feel like they should have gotten Nick Chubb much more involved because Baker threw a pick very early in the game. I'm pretty sure their first drive ended with Baker making throwing a pick. So it's like, it was, I, yeah, I, yeah I, I don't, I don't really know what they're trying to do there. I don't know what Kevin Stefanski's trying to do. I know they just extended Kareem Hunt, so. I don't know if they want to work him into being the uh, being the lead back and and keep him and let Chubb go because I think Chubb might be too expensive. I definitely think Chubb's a better running back. That's not really a question in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It, it's weird. I I just wouldn't expect that. Um, Odell oh, was horribly targeted. <laughs> Odell had ten targets, three catches. Again. I didn't get to see much of the game. I'm going to assume a huge majority of it was Baker not being able to hit the target. I think that's, that's a fair assumption to make. What I did see, though, is shout-out to the Ravens for already being goaded and getting two really good rookie rookie linebackers in Patrick Queen and Malik Harrison. Uh, Patrick Queen today, uh, eight tackles, a sack, tackle for a loss, obviously quarterback hit. Malik Harrison, four tackles. And past deflection, but the Ravens are never going to get worse. They're just always so good. They had seven pass deflections today. <laughs> J.K. Dobbins two touchdowns. Mark Ingram didn't do much, which is annoying because I have him in fantasy. Woof. 
Robert Griffin. 104, Robert. Uh, Robert. Robert Griffin. Uh, with the 104.2 passer rating. The GOAT. <laughs> yeah, one for one, nine yards. Oh, was he the completion that Patrick Ricard? Is he at nine yards? So. Probably. Who knows? Hollywood, 100 yards. You loved it. Mark Andrews, did you see that Mark Andrews touchdown catch early? Yeah, that was insane. The one-hander? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was wild. Ugh. Uh, speaking of wild, uh, Trubisky made a really good throw. <laughs> did you That's see- it. That's the one. <laughs> he did- made a good throw. That's the wild part. The did you see- touchdown? Yeah, you saw it? Yeah. Oh, that was a dime. Yeah. And that... that, was- and that- Put them, uh, put them ahead, 27-23. That was probably the worst offensive game I've ever seen in the first half. Oh. Oof. And it, it got – I mean, even oof. the first three quarters, really, and then the Bears really kicked up in the fourth. Uh, I'm not going to put too much credit in the Bears uh, – on the Bears' side. I'm not going to take too much away from the Lions either. Not that I expected much from either of these teams, but Lions kind of – they kind of went through it today. Uh, Justin Coleman got hurt. Jamie Collins got ejected. Jeff Okuda didn't play at all. Uh, he didn't play today? No, he was out. So I'm not really I'm, – I, I don't want to take too much away from the Lions for this collapse, although I still think it's horrible and unacceptable given who Matt Patricia is and what we expect from him. But uh, – Adrian Peterson, though. Adrian Peterson, though. Yeah, Adrian Peterson balled out for some reason. I don't get that. <laughs> Dude, the um, dude's never not going to ball out. It's insane. He is timeless. Oh, my God. He's really going to run for uh, – no, he's going to have another 1,000-yard season, isn't he? He's gonna be, no, he can't. No Lions running backs do that. When was the last time a, a, Lions, a, Lions, running back, <laughs> a Lions running back ran for 1,000 yards? Reggie Bush. That's insane. I think it was 2015 or something like that. Yeah. It's going to be it's AP is going to do it this year. But uh I do the the person I do, the two people I want I want to shout out though. Every time I looked over Jalen Johnson was making plays, he did get trucked he did get trucked real bad. Trucked real bad by Marvin Jones, but in coverage he was awesome. Yeah. That he was awesome. Was, that, that truck was bad. <laughs> He, he at least okay i'll give him credit for at least trying to make the tackle there <laughs> at least he tried it's m- more than some cornerbacks do yeah uh, uh 2013 reggie bush had a thousand and six yards oh oof. <laughs> just 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 made the cut but yeah no uh two pass reflection for jalen johnson uh i think he was the best rookie on the on the the Bears today, but Darnell Mooney also had a couple of really good plays too. Yeah, she loved to see. I didn't play much at all, but uh, yeah, speedster got on the field. Yeah, he's he's gonna need to create his. He's gonna gonna need to create his targets, so he did it. That's awesome to see. Um, shout out to Tariq Cohen though with the tweet after it was hilarious. GG's in chat. I thought that was funny because he's a streamer. So he, yeah, he's uh, he's a big gamer. Yeah, that's funny to me. But uh, crazy, sad. I feel really bad for DeAndre Swift with that bad dropped catch at the end. Yeah, that was running back one for me. Uh, that was wildly unfortunate to see. Um, 
it sucked. <laughs> it's it sucked, but it's like that's Rick. You got to look it in. Yeah, I I wonder this running back this running back class was really interesting. I wonder it's I wonder how it's gonna look because I think if I had to pick, I mean the most talented. I don't even know if Clyde was the most talented, but I think he's gonna have the best career. I mean, he's definitely gonna have the best rookie season at the very least. Oh yeah. But I think a lot of that's also look at who's on his team. I know that. I'm just saying that's why I think he's going to have yeah. the best career. Yeah, that's fair. He's in a great the only reason I don't want to. The only reason I don't want to say best career is like if he's not used as much. Like he was used a good deal on Thursday. But maybe when the passing game gets more, gets into an even better groove, he won't be. Because uh, he wasn't targeted in the passing game, which is weird. But yeah. um. You know, the reason I don't want to say best career is because it's like if he's one of those guys that he's not used a ton, but he's a starting running back and he is just like incredibly efficient when he incredibly efficient when he does get the ball. Shout out to the guy polite making plays. <laughs> the legendary Jakai Polite. Oh man. Um first round grade undrafted personality. <laughs> Hey, the he's he's at least off of the Jets. Thank God. Michael Gallup. Oh, that's about to be a flag. Right. right. Last game. Um. Yeah. Then the last game is the game of the week. America's game of the week. Brandon. It was uh the Bucks at the Saints spread. New Orleans at minus three and a half. They won by a lot more than that. Yeah. You love to see it. We both picked the Saints. We both won. Everybody won. We got to see Tom Brady lose. We got to see Tom Brady mad. Big mad, too. Um, did you see the, the montage of Tom Brady looking upset at the end of the game? Yes. It was hilarious. I love it. <laughs> um, yes, everybody wins when Tom Brady loses. Um, man. The Bucks looked real sloppy today. Yeah, uh, they were the most penalized team last year. Looks like they're going to do that again. Donovan Smith looked awful as usual. Um, mm-hmm. But it's uh, a team that they're going to they're have a lot of gelling to do. I don't want to talk only bad about Tampa Bay because that's a little unfair. So what I will say is Levante David and <laughs> Devin White are probably the best linebacker duo in the country. Their defense was good in general. Like I, I get that it was thirty that they gave up thirty four to the Saints. I get that's not great. But if you look at the key parts of their defense, they need a lot of supporting characters. We know that. But if you look at the key parts of their defense, edge rushers, Shaq Barrett and JPP, JPP and Shaq Barrett are very talented. Levante David, Devin White showed up. Yeah, Carlton Davis showed up. Vita Vea looked pretty solid up front. He's a stout dude. He's a big boy. Um, if you look at corner one, Carlton Davis looked very good. And at corner two, Sean Murphy Bunting, I think he still looked pretty damn good for the majority of the game. Um, you know, I, I like what I like what this Tampa Bay defense did, uh, despite the score. You also have to account for the fact that. Tom Brady didn't put them in the best position. Uh, he threw a pick six, one to Jack Rabbit. Um, he threw a pick two. I think it was Marcus Williams when Mike Evans like stopped his route. Um, yeah, they're, they're, 
Bucks offense looked very bad, and that put their own defense in pretty rough situations. You want to know also, what I love to see, though? I love to see that OG Howard got six targets. Uh, I thought you were going to see. I thought you were going to mention Taysom Hill throwing to Alvin Kamara. No, I, I, <laughs> I, I think that OG Howard's a really good tight end, and Bruce Arians. I, I feel like he's being failed by Tampa Bay. So at least he got six targets today. I want to see more of that. I, I do feel kind of bad for Gronk a little bit because he was relegated to blocking a lot to try to help how poor this offensive line is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do feel very bad for him because it looks like he had a, like a terrible comeback game. But the fact of the matter is he was in pass protection a lot. And that sucks for him. Uh, but, I mean, then don't come back. He should have known that was his, that's what his role is going to yeah. be in the Bruce Arians offense. He's gonna he's gonna block a lot. Cowboys lost. You love to see it. Yay! Amer- another team. America wins when the, the Cowboys Washington lose. football team is the only team in the NFC East with a win. <laughs> yeah, as we all expected. But um, man, the Cowboys really are the uh, the greatest at winning the off season and then losing in the regular season. <laughs> Um, that's one game, but I I like to have we we like to have fun with them. Um, yeah. what I do want to say is, uh, I'm just gonna say it right now. I said it on Twitter. I said it to my friends. Sheldon Rankins is not gonna be a saint next year. So if nope. you're a defensive tackle needy team, look up some Sheldon Rankins highlights. <laughs> uh, watch watch this film because. He might be coming to a town near you because while he's really good, the Saints have a lot of people to pay, and they just seem to be finding these gyms as UDFA defensive tackles. It's insane. We got Shy Tuttle, and uh, we got Shy Tuttle and Malcolm Roach. Uh, Malcolm Roach making plays today, which oh, I was so happy because I've been singing Malcolm Roach's praises ever since he came here. I really, I was like, he watch it. He's gonna make the roster. He's gonna do something good, and I was really happy that happened. Yeah, he's he was always good. Texas, he was always good too. Mm-hmm. Um, Trey Hendrickson had maybe the best game of his career. Oh, easily from any game I've ever seen him play. Um, easily. Yeah, I think that had that has to be his best best career game. Um. Trying to, uh, oh, CD Doucet had a great game. <laughs> Chauncey, whatever, whatever his name is, had a great game. Janoris Jenkins had a great day, uh, great game. They announced Demario Davis in the middle of a game, got a three year extension. And this is a great extension. We, it, for the Saints, if you think about it, three years, $27 million. That's a great price for Demario Davis for the Saints team. Mm hmm. Um, I was worried. I was thinking that it was going to be closer to like four years, 40. And that was scary to me. But three years, 27, when you think about it, I will say Alex Antoloni is not going to be a saint next year. So, again, if you need – He might. He might. And he might yeah, because he's not going to have that big might. of a market. The, yeah, the reason I say he might is because he's been injury prone, dating back to college, dating back to his freshman year of college. He's been injury prone. And that's continued with him into the NFL. So I'm not sure if he's going to have a huge market uh, if he does end up getting hurt again at some point this year, which seems likely given who he is. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe he has to come back at least for a one-year prove-it deal, which 
could help the Saints a lot if they need a starter or if they need depth or whatever they need. He could at least be a role player. I don't think he'll ever be a star, but I think he could definitely be a valuable role player. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think he might. But uh, bottom line is the Saints looked really good today, especially considering uh, they're, they are always really, really bad week one. I was very happy with today's game. Um, Marshawn Lattimore, again, once again, locked up Mike Evans. Mike Evans is big mad that he can never do anything whenever he's, whenever he's uh, matched up against Marshawn Lattimore. It's every year, every game. Mike Evans does nothing against the Saints. It's probably why I don't think he's that good. It's just because every <laughs> time I see him, he never does anything. Fair. <laughs> Um, I don't know. He got one garbage garbage time catch for a touchdown, two yard touchdown. Yeah, about it. <sighs> Whatever. But uh, him and Marshawn Lattimore hate each other, and it's hilarious. Watch every every year. You could think it's summer. hilarious, but my god, I think it's so irritating. That was that little scuffle they got into early in the game was so stupid. Well, yeah. I mean, I will say it was definitely stupid, but Mike Evans definitely started it. He uh, choked. He it was it was a very clear choke and push on his on Marshawn Lattimore's neck, and Marshawn retaliated, which he shouldn't have, but he did. And Chauncey Gardner Johnson swooped yeah, in and jumped on Mike Evans' pet. He was ready to throw <laughs> hands. That's why I like. That's why I like Chauncey so much. That dude is a shooter. He will. He will. He's ready to fight. At any moment. And he's funny. The the Tariq Cohen, the height thing. Mm-hmm. He is funny. Oh man. It was I don't know. I I don't know. I want to I don't know. I don't want to overreact about this about this uh this week. I think the best three teams are still the best three teams that they've always been the Chiefs, Ravens and saints. And then the worst team is easily the jets. I don't know why I kind of thought you were going to say bucks <laughs> <laughs> and them too. Um, it's not going to be, I don't know. It's going to be a, a close. I think it's, I think there's still going to make them. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I was, yeah. I haven't been sold on them. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Not every team is the saints. The saints are a very talented and well-rounded team. Every, like a lot of teams are going to lose them this year. And yeah. I and, don't completely hold that against part, Tampa Bay. Yeah. And for the most part, their core has been in place. Mm-hmm. That's they have a huge advantage this year. Yeah. Even, like they knew it. Like Sean Payne was like, Hey, uh, like before the season was like, uh, we're gonna wait until the last possible minute to bring everyone back because they all know what they're doing. Everyone's yeah. been here, yeah. and all the rookies that haven't been here are just not getting played right now. Yeah. Um. I will say, uh, I don't think Traquan Smith is the is the third string wide receiver <laughs> anymore. I think it's Deontay Harris. Yeah, he looked but, like they were trying to like really force his way into getting playing time. Uh, which I loved. I, I've always wanted more of that. Uh, Traquan was a really good blocker today, so that was that was fun. But I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about him. 
he might get a contract based off his blocking because <laughs> we've seen Saints receivers have that happen before. Shout out Brandon Coleman. Um, I don't know if you have some specialty, the Saints are going to find it. What about that uh, that kickoff to start the half? That was awesome. Yeah, I. It was a fun game to watch. Yeah, it was just a fun game. Which I think a lot of Saints games are going to be this year. That's why Cowboys games are always really boring. But I think Saints fan, Saints games are at least fun in one way or another. Yeah. I can't wait for Jameis Winston to throw for 500 yards at some <laughs> point in this season. It's going to happen in one game. Week 17. All right, Brandon, we have football back. How does it feel? So good. I'm just at this point. I haven't even gone too in depth with most of my thoughts because I'm just like, I'm just happy to have football back. I think that's a very fair <laughs> thing to think. Ugh, it just feels good. I'm just, I'm, I, I, I there's, I'm never happier. I'm just a, a generally a happier person whenever there's football around. Yeah, because even on like during the week, I'm like, all right, I, I just have a couple more days to go until Saturday. And then I get Saturday and Sunday. There's just big chill. Not even until Saturday, until Thursday. Then I get oh, to yeah. watch at least some football. Yeah, I get to watch at least a football game. And then on Friday, I just do something to get my mind off it. And, and then Saturday mm-hmm. is bliss. Oh, we were supposed to get some really good Friday games this week, too. And then they all got canceled. <laughs> oh, so sad. But uh, we will see you all again later this week. Thursday morning, I think, probably is whenever we're going to shoot the upload again. Um, and we'll see y'all. Until then, enjoy football. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. You can find Brandon on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. And you can find the show on Twitter at Whole9Sports. And uh, yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for listening and go football.